Perak Dalid Mishnaches. Our Mishnah teaches that although there is a biblical mitzvah saseh on Rosh Hashanah to hear the shofar, still if in order to fulfill that mitzvah, the person is going to have to perform an act that's forbidden on Yom Tov, and he may not do that, and therefore in such a case he wouldn't be able to fulfill the mitzvah. And the basis for this ruling in the case of a biblical violation of Yom Tiv is clear. And that is that on one side of the equation you have a mitzvah, so say a positive mitzvah here, shofar and Rosh Hashanah. On the other side, you have a low say and an say against committing a, a biblically forbidden act on Yom Tiv. The Pasik says, you shall cease from Malach and Yom Tiv and also states it in the negative, you shall not do Malach and Yom Tiv. So, if it's an assay up against the los assay plus an assay, the solitary assay loses. And so the person, again, if the only way he can fulfill the assay of shofar is by violating, you know, doing a malach and yamtiv, then he does not fulfill the mitzvah of shofar. For assay, can't push off a los assay plus an assay. For our mission, teaches us that even in a case where in order to blow shofar, the person will have to commit a mere rabbinic violation of yamtiv, it's still forbidden. And this is an instance where the Rabbanan use their authority to be okur davr minatara b'shev altasa. That is, they have the authority, if they see fit, they want to uphold their decrees, and they can uphold their decrees even if the result is that a person will violate a biblical commandment where the person commits that violation passively, as is the case here. The violation here is the failure to do something to hear shofar. The Rabbanan said, so be it, the person has no justification to violate any of these rabbinic decrees of Yom Tov. So, for example, the Mishnah states, Shofar, Shofar, Shoshoshonah, Let's say the only Shofar he can access to fulfill the mitzvah is outside of his Tchum boundary, that it's rabbinically forbidden to go beyond 2,000 Amas from a person's place of residence, usually that means his town. He may not go outside of the Tchum in order to get a Shofar to fulfill the mitzvah, nor may we remove a pile of rubble that's on top of the only show for this person would be able to use for the mitzvah. There you have a muktzah issue, you can't start you know, moving piles of rubble again, even though he's doing this to fulfill a biblical mitzvah, sase of Tikkiyah Shofar. And likewise, lo olin me'ilan, we can't climb a tree on Rosh Hashanah to get a shofar that's up there to fulfill the mitzvah. Nor may we ride on an animal or swim to get to a place where there's a chauffeur for those activities as well, or rabbinically forbidden on Yom Tov. In addition, let's say the chauffeur the person has needs to be repaired. So he wants to cut it, that will make it usable again. We may not do that in Yom Tov. Whether he's going to use a proper saw or the regular tool he would use to fix the shofar should be forbidden on the level of a biblical losasei. So in that case, for sure. Once again, it's asei versus losasei vasei. So he certainly can't do that. But even where he's not using a proper saw, but some kind of a knife, something he wouldn't normally use for the shofar. So there, it's only forbidden on the level of shvus. It's rabbinically forbidden. Even that is not permissible. 
Aval, but the Mishnah says, Imratzalite in the Sochomayim, Oyayen Yitain. When May and Yamtiv rinse the shofar with water or wine to improve the sound, but that's not you know, an actual act of repairing the shofar, so that's not even forbidden on the rabbinic level. Now, we learned in the first Mishnah of the Perak that the Lachitz, if Roshana falls on a Shabbos, we suspend the mitzvah of Tekiyah Shofar completely out of concern that person you know, involved in the mitzvah may seek to go to his Rebbe to help train him, polish his uh, shofar-blowing skills. He might carry the shofar into Rosh Hashanah to do that on Shabbos. He'll forget that on Shabbos, of course, carrying is forbidden. Yet the Mishnah here teaches, the halacha is, If children start blowing shofar on Shabbos Rosh Hashanah, we don't stop them. On the contrary, we can encourage them and help train them to blow shofar. For they're not actually blowing shofar now to fulfill any mitzvah. Everybody understands that since it's Shabbos Rosh Hashanah, we don't blow shofar for the sake of actually fulfilling mitzvah of tikkiyah shofar. The mere act of children training them, teaching them how to blow shofar, is not something that Rabbanu were at all concerned that that may lead to that they're going to go carry the shofar shusarabim in the course of that. The Mishnah adds another point, and that is that so we learned in the previous parak that if somebody happens to hear a shofar, Allah says he can't fulfill his mitzvah of hearing shofar on Rosh Hashanah unless he intends that, you know, while he's listening to the sound of the shofar. You know, if he's in shul listening to shofar, then obviously that's why he's listening to shofar. But let's say he just, you know, passes by shul and hears shofar, well, then he has to specifically intend to fulfill his mitzvah through that listening in order to fulfill his obligation. The Mishnah here adds another point to this, and that is the same applies to the one who's blowing shofar. In that, v'hamisa'ase Somebody was you know, absentmindedly using the shofar, putting his mouth in the shofar, and uh, lo and behold, the kiosk came out. He ended up producing the correct sound from the shofar, but he accidentally blew the shofar. There was no intention there to do that. Allah is, he does not thereby fulfill his mitzvah of shofar and Rosh Hashanah. And the Mishnah adds, If someone overhears, Someone else who accidentally blew the shofar in Rosh Hashanah, even if the listener's intention of through this listening, I want to fulfill my mitzvah, doesn't work. Because the only way when listening to shofar can fulfill his mitzvah is if the one blowing shofar is doing so in a way that he himself can fulfill the mitzvah through that blowing. And that's not the case, as we just said. Therefore, the listener in this case doesn't fulfill the mitzvah either.